Well, good morning. It is Tuesday, June 13th, 2023. Tuesday, June 13th, 2023. Slava Ukraine, Heroium Slava. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Uh, can I just say how much I appreciate you coming every day? Thank you. It's very nice of you. Uh, if you can, please bring someone with you today or tomorrow. Uh, and you can tweet to me questions or insights or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. I, you know, not a lot of news. Ukraine, of course, is is uh, uh, trying to uh, uh, keep their uh, counteroffensive under wraps. Um, we got some, some uh, news from there. And as far as the rest of the world, Donald Trump's gravity is sucking everything in. So it's hard to find uh, good news, but we have a couple of things. We'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, tweet to me questions or insights or fight with me at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Maybe you want to say hi, give me a news story. Uh, yeah, you can give me a news story. That would help. <laughs> we said yesterday, and, and we're starting with, of course, with uh, the war in Ukraine. We said yesterday that we would soon hear more about China aiding Iran in supplying drone tech for Russia. According to a report, Iran is able to quickly supply Russia with drones for the war in Ukraine thanks to the flow of components from China. Western researchers discovered that a voltage converter found inside a Shahid-136 drone brought down by Ukraine in April appeared to have been made in China in January, which tells you how quickly drones are made for Russia. The discovery from the investigators uh, uh, with uh, Conflict Armament Research, which is a UK-based organization that tracks weapon supply chains, is the first time a part made in 2023 has been seen in drones. The Ukrainian uh, military uh, claims, excuse me, the Ukrainian military claims over 700 drones have been launched by Russia against civilian and military targets since the invasion began in February 2022. Um... Let's skip this and come right back to it. UK's uh, defense ministry says Russia has likely moved from receiving small deliveries of Iranian-made OWA UAVs, one-way attack unmanned aerial vehicles, by air transport to larger consignments by ship from Iran via the Caspian Sea. The ministry added in a tweet, Russia is also working to start domestic production uh, uh, production of OWA UAVs, almost certainly with Iranian assistance. Wow, shipping drones via the Cap- Caspian Sea. Who here said that would happen the day after the first time they found an Iranian made drone? Who here said that? <laughs> Just to remind you. Uh, President Volodymyr Zelensky said, I thank our guys for every Ukrainian flag that is now returning to its rightful place, as Kyiv's forces have claimed to have retaken seven villages in the counteroffensive so far against Russian troops. According to a report by Wall Street, uh, the Wall Street Journal, the U.S. is expected to send depleted Iranian tank rounds to Ukraine in May 
The British government said it will provide Ukrainian with armor-piercing rounds uh, containing depleted uranium, a byproduct of uranium enrichment process needed to create nuclear weapons. The United Nations Environment uh, uh, Program, UNEP, has described such ammunition as chemically and radiologically toxic heavy metal. I'm sure today Russia will claim some sort of environmental reason when in fact they are just concerned about armor-piercing rounds. According to the uh, to a report from Russia's TASS news agency, Belarusian uh, President Alexander Lukashenko says Russian tactical nuclear weapons would be physically deployed on Belarusian territory in several days. Speaking of uh, nuclear... Uh, Russia's defense ministry has released a video showing German-made Leopard tanks and U.S.-made Bradley fighting vehicles captured by Russian troops in their battle with Ukrainian forces. The ministry said in a statement on Telegram, servicemen of the subdivisions of the Volstok group inspect enemy tanks and infantry fighting vehicles captured in battle. I, you know, I always wondered why uh, don't, have, uh, don't uh, American tanks have kill switches? In case, uh, I, um, uh, kill switches that could be set off by satellite, kill switches to make tanks uh, basically just bricks. Why don't they do that? Uh, moving on, Germany's defense minister uh, Boris Pistorius says the country is preparing to send over 100 Leopard 1A5 uh, to Ukraine by the end of the year. Pistorius said, "We will not." be able to replace every disabled tank at the moment. We will continue to supply Leopard 1A5 tanks that have been refitted, and by the end of the year, there will be over 100 of them. Andrei Yermak, the Ukrainian president, uh, president's chief of staff, says the Russian army shelled Bilozerka uh, with artillery, hit uh, a church yard, uh, yard, and killed the priest there. The um, Deceased was 72 years old. A 76-year-old woman was also injured. According to the city mayor, Alexander uh, Vilkul, at least 10 people were killed in a Russian missile attack in the central Ukrainian city of Kriviary. He said, as of 1 p.m., 10 people have died. One is under rubble. 28 are injured. 12 of them are in the city's hospital in medium, serious, and very serious conditions. Ukrainian officials had uh, said earlier today that three people had been killed and many more were trapped under the rubble of the five-story apartment building. Bridget A. Brink. Oh, by the way, um, uh, the death toll has risen since then. I saw uh, to 11. Uh, Bridget A. Brink, the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, says the missile strikes on Ukraine's uh, Krivyevry made the awful truth perfectly clear. No matter the lies Russia's mouthpieces emit about its war on Ukraine, its attacks on civilians and the devastation it leaves behind, this morning's images make the awful truth perfectly clear. Pavlo Kirilenko, the governor of the Ukraine's uh, Donetsk region, said in a statement on Telegram, on the Horlivsky direction, one person has died and added that in just one day, houses were damaged and five more people were injured by Russian shelling in the region. 
Ukraine's early morning shelling has damaged several houses and disrupted gas and electricity supplies to two villages in Russia's Kursk region near the border with Ukraine. The region's governor, Roman Starovoit, uh, said nine houses were damaged and gas and power supplies were disrupted in the village of uh, Terokino. He added in the village of uh, Glushkovo, several houses were also damaged. Uh, Ukraine's energy ministry says Russian shelling in the country's uh, Donetsk region in the east has de-energized 41 settlements. In a post on Twitter, the ministry said that the energy infrastructure was also damaged in Chernihiv, Kharkiv, uh, Kherson, and Sumy regions. And some consumers in the uh, country's Zaporizhia region also remain without electricity. That's it for Russia, Ukraine. And now that I have your attention, let's move on, try and fix the rest of the world. Uh, Former President Trump, in that noose tightening around that bright orange neck, he arrived in Miami yesterday ahead of his court appearance. He'll face 37 criminal charges related to his handling of classified documents. Trump's perp walk is today, but don't expect to see or hear much. Reporters won't even be allowed to use their cell phones and other electronic equipment inside the courthouse per an order from the chief district judge of the Florida Federal Court. No cameras, no electronic devices. It'll be like an old black and white movie with reporters holding pens and pads, not an e-pen and not a tablet. And of course, the classic courtroom sketch artist. Uh, Magistrate Judge Jonathan Goodman, who will preside over the arraignment, has rejected a media coalition request for limited camera access before the proceedings, as well as to make audio available afterwards. There will be an overflow room with a video feed, but reporters will have to run outside the courthouse to provide any updates on what is happening inside. Uh, Someone learn Morse code really quick. (laughs) Broadcast and cable networks already have teams on the ground in Miami for Trump's arraignment today. You're basically going to see a talking head in front of a courthouse on any news channel. Uh, More likely a talking head in front of a bunch of news vans that are in front of a courthouse. Uh, Trump will appear before Magistrate Judge John Goodman today and is expected to plead not guilty. No, not that John Goodman. As far as I know, they are not related. Uh, In Miami, there are concerns about security with the possibility of protests as rhetoric heats up on the right-wing social media sites. The uh, city's police chief, uh, though, told reporters that even though they have resources to handle crowds of 5,000 to 50,000, he said, we don't expect any issues. We shall see. Uh, You know, yesterday, I I, I was meaning to talk about it, but I forgot entirely. I, I forgot to talk about Judge Aileen Cannon. You might recognize the name. She was the same judge who was spanked by the 11th Circuit for doing stupid things in the Mar-a-Lago case previously. Uh, She's a Trump appointee. Uh, Cannon drew widespread condemnation for her rulings in in Trump's favor during the FBI's investigation into Trump's retention of national security information. Uh, There are already calls for Cannon to recuse herself. Richard Painter, the White House chief ethics lawyer under George W. Bush. Norman Eisen, who uh, 
occupied the same position for Barack Obama, and Fred Wertheimer, president of Democracy 21, a nonpartisan good government agent uh, advocacy organization, wrote in an article in uh, Slate that Cannon must recuse herself from the case. They wrote Judge Cannon's prior fundamentally erroneous approach casts a shadow over the proceedings because her earlier handling of this case went well outside the judicial norm and was roundly criticized by the Court of Appeals. Reasonable observers of this case could question her impartiality. I I question it. As soon as I saw her name, I questioned it. Uh, Saturday evening, the chief clerk of the Southern District of Florida told the New York Times that Cannon was also assigned randomly to the criminal trial. Judges have certain geographic areas they cover, so Cannon draws about 50% of the cases in West Palm Beach, Florida. Federal prosecutors, including many Republicans and even Trump's own former attorney general, William Barr, sharply criticized Cannon's handling of Trump's lawsuit, which they considered frivolous. The federal law governing recusal says a judge should recuse if their impartiality might reasonably be questioned. Stephen uh, Gillers, professor emeritus at New York uh, 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 University uh, School of Law, says Cannon is obligated to recuse herself because she showed favoritism toward Trump in her prior rulings. Gillers told the New Yorker, She was partial to Trump as a former president, which should not have any influence on the way the trial is conducted. I'm concerned that the partiality she expressed in her decision last year creates a reasonable perception in the mind of fair-minded person that she is not impartial, which is the test. That's what he said. I have no doubt that her sitting for this trial will be challenged almost immediately. If Cannon doesn't voluntarily remove herself from the case, the Department of Justice can file a motion requesting that she do so. If she refuses, the government can file a mandamus application with Cannon's superiors on the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals. A three-judge panel would then decide whether to remove Cannon, but mandamus efforts are rarely successful. Now, this brings up a question. It really does. It brings up a question. Trump assigned her to that region. Did he assign her on purpose ahead of time because he was planning something and he this was just in case he got caught? That's what comes into my head. Moving on. To something insane. We're moving on to something insane. But what would you expect from Marjorie Taylor Greene? The nutball tweeted yesterday, this morning, I'm writing an appropriations writer to defund special counsel Jack Smith's office and entire investigation. I will not vote for any appropriations bill to fund the weaponization of government. I hope every one of my Republican colleagues will join me. Alleged a febophile, Florida Representative Matt Goetz co-signed Green's call, tweeting, This must happen. Arizona Representative Andy Biggs tweeted Friday, We ought to defund and dismantle the Department of Justice. Of course, that is what dictators do. Uh, moving on. To international stuff, Israel is again planning 
to violate international law. Again, I will say it's time to stop giving Israel arms. We have to stop doing it. They get nearly $4 billion in unconditional military aid every year. It's time to at least put some conditions on that. That Yahoo, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and his far-right apartheid government informed the Biden administration of plans to build thousands of new Jewish-only settler homes in the illegally occupied West Bank of Palestine. Israel is expected to announce later this month that it wants to build at least 4,000 homes in existing West Bank settler colonies. Mind you, these settlements are already illegal under Article 49 of the Fourth Geneva Convention and the International Criminal Court's ICE, uh, uh, Rome Statute. The seizure of Palestinian land in the occupied territories is also a war crime under the Rome Statute. Even the Biden administration says it is strongly opposed to the expansion called E1, that's the name of the expansion, because it would reduce the Palestinian population in East Jerusalem and further diminish faint hopes of any so-called two-state solution. This is plain and simple ethnic cleansing. Some Democrats are trying to make things better, but it's an uphill battle. Israel has successfully tied any vote in U.S. Congress that isn't pro-Israel to anti-Semitism, a political third rail. The progressive political group Justice Democrats called on Congress to pass H.R. 3103, the Defending the Human Rights of Palestinian Children and Families Living Under Israeli Military Occupation Act. The measure introduced last month by Representative Betty McCollum of Minnesota, Democrat, of course, would ensure that no U.S. tax dollars are used by the Israeli military to imprison Palestinian children, force Palestinians out of their homes, or demolish their property, or further expand settlements and steal Palestinian land. Something like this should have passed decades ago, but everyone in Congress fears getting the label. In other words, it ain't gonna happen, unfortunately. Uh, moving on. Short one today, by the way. Uh, this is sad. Treat Williams died yesterday in a motorcycle accident in Vermont. You recognize the name. You might need to Google an image of uh, Treat Williams to uh, uh, see, and then all you have to do is do that, and you will recognize him. He's been on TV for a long time. And film. And film, of course. Uh, so, finally... Imagine waking up in a coffin. That wouldn't be comfortable. Uh, well, I'm sure they're pretty comfortable. Now imagine being in the crowd of the wake you're attending and that dead person is banging on the coffin to get out. In Ecuador, mourners had gathered at the funeral of retired nurse Bella Montoya when they heard strange noises coming from inside the coffin. Montoya who had been declared dead after suffering a suspected stroke and cardiac arrest, was actually still alive and breathing. The doctor said she was dead? What the heck? The health ministry said she was rushed back to the hospital where she remained intubated in intensive care, describing her condition as unstable. Anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Tuesday.
June 13th, 2023, Tuesday, June 13th, 2023. Boy, do I appreciate you. Bring someone with you today or tomorrow. That would be awesome. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclubs. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.